Are you struggling to make a podcast? You don't have the content? Well, let me help you. This is THD Country Nerd 252. What I did, I was in the same position, just struggling, didn't know where to go. So I found about the Anchor app. The Anchor app was simple. Download it from the iTunes app or Google Play. That way, our Anchor it allows you to create content, record the podcast, and it easily help you distribute to every podcast platform. Take it from me, easy content. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to D Country Nerd 252 Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, with the real KD Kevin Durant, please stand up. If you have not been watching the Nets and Celtics series, these have been two classic games. Now, in game one, it was 114 115. It came down to a game winning layup by Jason Tatum, by a botched defensive assignment by Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Then in game two, the Nets were up big by 17. And then the Celtics went on a run, made it by 10 at halftime. Then the Celtics eventually won the game, 114-107, by taking the lead eventually in the fourth quarter. Now, Kyrie had 10 points in game two. Which is sad because in game one, he had an epic 39 points. Now, Kevin Durant, he had a measly 23 points. Very insufficient, but in game two, he had 27, but he was 0 for 10 in the second half. I mean, Tatum and Brown played bad, but they showed up in the fourth quarter. But let's go back to KD. KD has always been recognized as the most efficient scorer in NBA history. But man, the Celtics are playing some defense on him. It's like, as soon as KD gets the ball, he has a defender in front of his face. As soon as he takes a shot, he's got at least two or three people in his face. I mean, they are literally handling the dogs on him. And they have turned him to a turnover machine. They're getting physical with him. I mean, he looks like he is scared to shoot. I mean, he literally was like a two-year-old baby trying to dance with the basketball in his hands. That's how bad they're doing. Now, Kyrie... Is being Kyrie. He's in his own world sometimes. So you never know what to expect from him when this head is not all right. But Kevin Durant, 0 for 10? That is unbelievable. I mean, Kevin Durant is basically unguardable one-on-one. And everybody knows that. But shout out to Ime Udoka, who's doing a hell of a defensive job. And shout out to Brad Stevens, who's a front office now, getting back Al Horford, you know, getting more defensive players to help with their defense. Let Tatum and Brown put up all the offense, because you know they can put up points and make defensive stops in the clutch. So shout out to Brad Stevens, who probably went executive of the year. But come on, Kevin Durant, you better than that, man. I get it, you're probably frustrated. I mean, most likely insulted because you are getting literally bullied by dudes you consider less than you. I mean, it's easy to do this over Kawhi and LeBron because you feel that those guys equal. And the better the competition, the more stakes there is, the better you play. So, of course, somebody like your stature is going to play on a lesser level to somebody of Tatum and Brown. I mean, you respect their game, but you don't see them as a Kawhi. LeBron James level to the point where, okay, if KD, okay, excuse me, if Kawhi LeBron drop 
39, I got to drop 40 plus. That wasn't his mentality. And now it's starting to bite him back in the ass. Now the Celtics are up 2-0. And it's going down to game three in Brooklyn. Now they're not going to get swept. I'm not going to say that. Because now that the Nets are pretty much beating the hell up. It's up to the Celtics to put the final nail on their coffin. Because if Boston lets Brooklyn get the series of 2-2, the pressure is on Boston. Because you already got these guys while they're already down. You might as well get it over with and get ready for the next series. I mean, with the Nets, I mean, you got 16 from Seth Curry and got 18 from Dragic. And also, the Celtics are 40-1 and leading 2-0 and in the best of seven series. So, Kevin Durant, I don't know if you got to watch film tape all day and night, going to the gym, or play basketball at your house, your mansion, God knows, whatever, Rucker Park. But you need to get your head on straight, bro. They're sending the dogs after you. They're forcing you into bad shots. So, Steve Nash, it's on you too. You got to set up some kind of adjustments. Or else, Emei Doka is going to eat you alive again. But I'm hoping this series goes seven games. I still don't believe the Nets are going to get swept. But man, oh man, oh man. KD, he's going to have to play above and beyond. Then to win this series. Because we don't know what you're going to get from Kyrie. He could put on an absolute show. Drop 39, 40. All of a sudden, by this 10, really don't care. Very elusive, very docile at times. That's why I think if the Nets go down, get rid of Kyrie. But let's, you want to know how bad it is? You got Stephen A. saying Kevin Durant does not deserve to be called the best player in the NBA right now. And Skip F.M. Bayless, who was the biggest Kevin Durant fan on planet Earth. The guy who's consistently said since first take, when LeBron James goes past his prime, the only person who can pass him as best player on the planet is Kevin Durant. Now, he never said Kevin Durant was the GOAT. He never said Kevin Durant was better than Magic Johnson, Tim Duncan, Larry Bird. Heck, Kevin Durant is not even in his top 10 all-time greatest of all-time basketball players list. But he respects his game. I think he has a chance to be the best player in the NBA. This is what he fired off a shitload of tweets. And listen to this. He said, Kevin Durant has turned into a nightmare. Completely overwhelmed and overmatched by Celtics defense that's turning him into a turnover. Second tweet, Kevin Durant is just getting bullied in all caps. And he has folded in all caps. No miles. If you know, you know. That's between Roberta Durant, Sugar Ray, Leonard Boxing, no moss. And he called Kevin Durant the softest player on the planet. So disappointing. Another tweet, KD is the Boston MVP. Another tweet, KD and Kyrie are on their way to joining Lagone in Cancun. And the last tweet, Kevin Durant has changed into Kevin Can't Do Rant. But oh man, oh man. And if you see uh, Skipper Shannon Undisputed, you see how more animated he gets with Shannon Sharp. Shout out to Unk, shout out to Skip Bayless. Shout out to the whole Fort Sparks One Network, Fox Sports One Network. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, still a little bit under the weather. But you know I'm going to do the podcast for all you sports fans. I'm not going to do that to you guys. Now, 
that's the other news I have for you. But I got some other news. Of course, you, if you didn't know, Devin Booker hurt his hamstring. Now it's reported he's out two to three weeks with a grade one. And obviously, Chris Middleton got hurt. And he has a sprained MCL, and he's going to be out three to four weeks. Now, as you know, the Suns are playing the Pelicans. So Booker's going to be out two to three weeks. If I was the Suns, I'll put away the Pelicans as early as possible. Because you never know. Because Chris Paul, he needs to play out of his mind, but you know once in a while his hamstrings just go out. And Chris Paul's hamstrings go out. You know, I like Payne, Cam Johnson, and Aiden, but, and the, the defensive prowess of Mikael Bridges, but I don't think that's going to be enough to stop Brandon Ingram and CJ McCullough. And Jonas Valachunas and Hayes. I mean, they got some boys. They got some dogs up in uh, New Orleans. As far as Milwaukee goes, Giannis dropped 33 and 18 last night, and the Bulls still won 114 110 because DeRozan went Kawhi Jordan mode, the mid range assassin, 41 points. Now, I still think Giannis is the best player in the NBA because he gives you points and defense, and he can hit clutch threes or free throws when you need them. Yeah, he missed seven last night, but you know, it is what it is. It happens in playoff games. But I expect the Bucks to beat the Bulls in this series, but it's going to be a tough series. I predicted a sweep, but it's going to go, it looks like it's going to go at least five or six games. But boy, oh boy, it's going to be a rough next series because... If they win, they play the winner of the Boston and the Brooklyn series. And I don't want to. And I don't think Milwaukee wants to face that Boston defense. And you know, if the Nets survive Boston, they got all the ammunition in the world against Milwaukee, because they remember last year with Kevin Durant by himself. If his toe was on the line, he would have beat. Milwaukee in game seven. Well, fortunately, he ran out of gas in overtime. Chris Middleton hit the game with a shot, and they went on to win the championship. So, I was Milwaukee. I will put away Chicago as fast as I can. Because Middleton's going to need the rest. Coach Bud's going to have to make some adjustments without Chris Middleton. And Giannis is going to need a break because he's definitely going to have some work to do. So that means the other guys is going to have to step up. Brett Lopez, get your big behind in the block. Start trying to shoot threes. Serge Ibaka, show up. Drew Holiday, show up. I mean, they're going to gradually miss P.J. Tucker. Because he can. he's a 3 and D guy. But man, oh man, with all these injuries, it's starting to get more interesting. But that's what sucks about playoffs, the injuries. It's like, order to win a championship you gotta be lucky and very very healthy and based what it looks like so far the most healthiest team and the best team throughout the entire playoffs is the Boston Celtics so if I was the Boston Celtics I would take each game one at a time play smart because literally bodies are dropping and the Boston Celtics literally look like the favorites to win it all I know what I'm saying a lot because it's just the first round, 
and we got to look at Philly and worry about Miami. But man, oh man, oh man, this has got more interesting and more interesting. As far as Philly's concerned, let's shout out to uh, Joel Embiid. Did you see him last night? I mean, Toronto's beating the brakes off Philly. Philly came back. Then Embiid hit a clutch three to win the game. You know, I once said Jokic won the MVP. But I think based on what I've been seeing, especially last night, I think Joel Embiid just sealed the MVP. Now, if Jokic goes on a, a Wilt Chamberlain tear where he averaged about 50, 20 rebounds, about 15 assists, about 10 blocks and 4 steals, okay, he went MVP. But so far, it looked like Embiid sealed the MVP last night. And plus, shout out to him. He's been, he obviously had a new trainer, so he's been healthy all season. So, yeah, I'm going to say it. And B is your new MVP. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the sports talk I have for the day. If you think Brooklyn's going to show up in Game 3 or not, hit me up on my Twitter or my Snapchat. Or do you think the injuries so far in the postseason would dictate that the Boston Celtics will win the NBA championship? Hit me up on my Twitter or my Snapchat. You know how it goes. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Spread love and positivity. Never let society dictate how you should think or feel. I'm out.